a lot of people were thinking this was going to be a queer movie because they said a lot of scenes were borderline queer but i just think it was really precious their relationship was so beautiful um anyway i don't remember what else happened after that i don't know if i want to say i'm glad i watched it it is a beautiful movie but it's also really depressing i put out content for tune into love i put out content for 20th century girl i think i also put out for sweet and sour i put out for um mission possible which is why i only remember watching those four but why do i feel like i've watched more k movies anyway i'm not a k movie person y'all know like this is me becoming a k movie person in the past i never watched k movies i only watched dramas i like longer things where it takes a long time for you to build up i don't like when they drag it but i also like when there's enough time for us to get to know the characters and the story and the plot and whatever so yeah anyway i don't know why the hell i am explaining this i guess i'm just trying to prolong this episode because <laughs> it's going to be so short psych for me when i found out about the drama it was through a youtube video that said kim dami bionu sok so i assumed it was a romantic drama between the two of them i didn't know it was going to be this depressing sh- hi everyone so on today's episode we are going to be talking about the k-movie soulmate <laughs> i just realized i don't have anything else to say in the intro but anyway it is a 2023 movie i watched um on may 7th today is may 13th if i do accidentally call it a drama while i'm talking forgive me because in every single episode i've made on a k-movie i always end up calling it a drama while i'm talking super fast so whenever you hear drama just substitute it with movie <laughs> and just a disclaimer before we start this is not spoiler free this is a movie so i'm going to make it a recap of the movie not just a review because if i want to make it a review there's really nothing for me to say since it's only two hours or less but it's not going to be a solid recap it's just a recap where anyone who listens will get a general gist of what the movie is about so we can go ahead and get started i did make some notes when i was watching this but i think i'm going to give you guys a recap i don't know should i read the plot synopsis anyway okay i'm going to give you guys a very vague description of the movie so whoever does not want to listen to the recap can click out but once again the recap is not even in detail because i watched this on may 7th i don't think i really remember <laughs> what happened but yeah if you want to click out you can go ahead and click out right after i tell you guys a big description and i rate it and yeah then i think i'm just gonna go back and forth between my notes and the recap but whatever happens this is not structured in any way y'all should know this by now okay so like i said i watched it on may 7th because i wanted quick content (laughs) and also i did mention previously that i will check it out so i was like why not check it out so what is soulmate about it's basically about two best friends two girls who go through a lot of emotions (laughs) It's like an emotional roller coaster their relationship is. And yeah, that's basically what it is about. They start out as childhood best friends and they continue as best friends until they're full grown adults. And yeah, that's what this drama is about. This movie, my bad. Yeah, that's basically what it is about. I don't know what else to say without spoiling it. So if you're going into this thinking it's going to be a romantic drama between Byung Sok and Kim Dami, it is not. I don't know what the trailer shows because I didn't watch the trailer, but the poster on Agent Wiki actually is of the two girls. So I think that should give you guys an idea. But for me, when I found out about the drama, it was through a YouTube video that 
said Kim Dami Byun Woo Sok and they were on the thumbnail. So I assumed it was a romantic drama between the two of them. I didn't know it was going to be this depressing that they gave us. But anyway, uh, I will rate this an 8 out of 10. For some reason, like everyone is claiming that this is so beautiful. This is amazing. And I just feel like something's missing. Something's missing and they made me depressed. So for that reason, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. I'm realizing that I'm so generous when it comes to rating content but an eight is not bad i just think it could have been better or i feel like i've seen way too many similar things and i was just like not another one like come on guys but it is realistic in a sense and it is a beautiful precious movie but i think because i've not experienced anything like their friendship that's why it feels strange to me or i'm just like okay what the hell but maybe if i had a friend or if i had a friendship or a relationship like the two girls then maybe i would relate to it more but for now it's like uh it was okay <laughs> but it's not a bad movie you can check it out but just be warned you are going to cry it's really wholesome in a sense actually it's not wholesome wholesome is not the word because there was a lot of toxicity but it is precious i think precious and beautiful are the two words to describe the movie um i didn't want to mention something and now it just went out of my head oh yeah this is based on a chinese movie so it is a remake of a 2006 chinese movie if i'm not mistaken i don't know if it's 2016 or 2006 um oh yeah 2016 my bad it is a remake of the 2016 chinese movie which is also called soulmate and this aired may 15th 2023 or it was released may 15th march 15th what am i on today like i don't know why i keep making mistakes anyway it was released march 15th i watched it may 7th i think i'm pretty close to the release date even though it's like two months later <laughs> almost two months later but anyway so like i said it's called soulmate it is a 2023 movie here's the plot synopsis by the asian wiki staff two girls first meet at the age of 13 and become friends for the next 14 years the two girls experience love jealousy and personal growth period that's all it says so like i said there's nothing much i can tell you about the drama without telling you guys too much yeah so i just read the plot synopsis and now we're going to get into the recap my recap my version of the recap so it's not going to be solid whatsoever if you guys want to click out right now click out because once again this is not spoiler free anyway let's get into it so we start off in the present and we see kim dami who plays misu and she is in an art gallery okay now i'm seeing this is a plot hole because this makes no sense why were they showing her the portrait but she is the one who submitted it and also another plot hole that someone pointed out it's like, why was Byun Woo Sok also at the art gallery? Like, it was just so random. Anyway, the curator is taking Kim Dami to go see this huge portrait of Kim Dami. And they're claiming that it was submitted by an artist called Haun, if I'm not mistaken. And Kim Dami is like, well, I don't know her. And the woman is like, no, you do. You guys were best friends, childhood best friends. And Kim Dami was like, well, that was in the past. And Kim Dami just looks so solemn and so sad. And so she is like walking out of the art gallery. She bumps into Byung Sok. Byung Sok plays what? That fool really got on my nerves. Like Byung Sok's character actually irritated me. Um, he plays Jinu. So he's like, oh, it has been a while. Are you in contact with Haun? And she is like, no. And then he's like, oh, wow. We all thought you guys were going to last forever. And Kim Nami is like, well, that was in the past. Like she keeps saying it's in the past. They're really not friends, whatever, whatever. And before she left, the curator actually gave her information 
on like a blog website where Haun supposedly used to write about her and Misu. So Kim Dami goes home and she's reading. She goes on a website and she starts reading the blog post and we go back to 19 something whenever they were kids. I don't remember. <laughs> Uh, we go back to the past and it is the first day that Misu is supposed to be enrolled in the same school that Han goes to. So she goes into the classroom. Her teachers like introduce herself. She introduces herself and then she's asked to sit right next to Han and they become friends that way because Misu actually runs out of the class and her mom's chasing after her. Basically, we can see she's a very um naughty kid or yeah, I think naughty is the best word to describe her. And Han on the other hand is very like chill and quiet and introverted. Okay, instead of naughty, I would say Misu is very extroverted. And they become friends. Misu goes to Han's house. Like they become really good friends. Han's parents really love Misu. They treat her like their own daughter. And we can see that Misu does not have a good relationship with her mom, even like as a really young kid. Because based on their conversation, we can tell that they keep moving from one place to another. They don't mention anything about her dad, but I think in one scene, the mom was like, when it gets better for him, he's going to bring us back to Seoul. So I think she was talking about Misu's dad. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. Something happens and her mom has to go away. They don't tell us where she's going, but I guess she goes back to Seoul or goes back to wherever. And she leaves Misu with Han's family. So Misu lives with them. And now they're like teenagers. They're both in high school, if I'm not mistaken. They go to two separate schools. Oh, before that, we see that Haun really loves to draw. And they both adopt a cat that they found in the rain, if I'm not mistaken. And Haun likes to draw the cats. And then um, Misu is like... Oh, you really love to draw? And Han is like, well, everyone can draw. And so she gives the sketch paper, sketchbook to Han, to Misu to draw. And Misu does this. <laughs> you know how they say anything is art? Basically, she does something in the name of art. And then <laughs> Han is like, what is that? She's like, well, this is the cat's head. This is her tail. This is her feelings. And Han is like, you can draw feelings too. And she's like, yeah, you can draw feelings. Blah, blah, blah. So this is them as kids. And now they're in high school or junior high, whatever. They're grown up. And now the characters are played by Kim Dami and John Sony. I think the only other place I've seen John Sony was an encounter. If I'm not mistaken, she played like the second female lead. Because I think she was Park Bogum's friend who liked him, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, so now the characters are played by John Sony and Kim Dami. Kim Dami, she goes to like a... Uh, trade school would you call this uh, it starts with a v a vo oh my gosh vocational i'm not sure if that's what they call it in korea but it's like a really hands-on school and then Han goes to regular school because her parents dream for her to become a teacher even though she really wants to do art they're really close it's uh almost Han's birthday so kim dami is like they should go get her ears pierced because if she doesn't do it now she's never gonna do it and so they go to the store to get the ears pierced, but then something breaks and this whole commotion goes down because Misu is like trying to defend herself that she didn't break it. But then the owner is like, well, you have to pay for it. So the two of them start running and Misu has a motorcycle, which she rides and she always gives Haun a ride on it. So blah, 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 blah. They go to Misu's place. So Misu works at a dormitory, if I'm not mistaken. She works in a dorm and she... I think she's able to pay her rent by offering cleaning services. So they go back to Misu's place and then they end up drinking. But she's like, you shouldn't drink right after getting your ears pierced. 
And so she's like, come, I'll treat it for you. So I think she's rubbing alcohol or she's rubbing something on her ear to calm down the swelling. And then they start talking about like their life ambitions or whatever. And Misu is like, she really loves Janice Joplin and she wants to be her. And Haun is like, why? She's like, because Janice Joplin died at 27 and she also wants to die at 27. And so Haun is like, don't ever say that. Like, you can't die before me. If you die before me, I'm going to kill you. Like, she gets really sad just thinking about it. So um he's just like all right, all right i won't die before you or whatever i didn't know how they wrap up the conversation and the next morning it's han's birthday and misu gets her earrings which is why she wanted her to get her ears pierced but they were only able to get one done because of the commotion that happened with something breaking in the store and them being chased by the owner or whatever so she's like i'll wear one and you wear the other one for me and when i get my other ear pierced then i'll take it from like they're just so close so beautiful their friendship was actually really beautiful and so they're sitting down together they're watching the waves i think this is actually based on an island i don't want to say it's based in jejudo but maybe it is but yeah so their lives or where han lives is on an island so they're watching the sea together and then misu is telling han to follow her because misu has this whole plan to travel the world and then han is like obviously her parents dream is for her to become a teacher so she can't really live as freely as misu does but then misu says something like you can't lean on my shoulders and then han is like why would i lean on your shoulders when you're not my boyfriend and misu is like well you don't have one but then han is quiet so misu is like wait what you do and then han is like well i'm going for this blind date you know how this group blind date thing works where people at a club will sit together i don't know if they still do that but you sit together and then you point at the person you want it's just really problematic to me but anyway misu uh han tells her like she's going for that blind date that weekend and she did meet someone in the past who like she's attracted to but she wants to see if she really likes him and han thinks that if she draws a person then she can know her own feelings about the person after she draws them so misu is like she asks for information i don't even know how she gets the information about bionu sok's character but anyway she goes to his school and she's like someone really likes you so at this blind date you better like not act up like if you don't like her be straight about it if you like her be also straightforward about it like don't mess with her feelings basically which is so precious like she went to protect her friend in advance so at the blind dates whatever whatever Jinu played by Byung Sog and Han played by Jon Sonny end up being matched and she's like I want to draw you so like she's drawing him and she goes for hyper realism oh she's so talented I really want to know who the artist is like who the actual artist is for this like who drew all those portraits because dang they actually look like pictures mad respect bro anyway so she draws him and she's like I like you and I guess they start a relationship it was just so weird and then one time they go to where Misu works. Misu works at a bar and Haun goes to the bathroom. So she leaves both Misu and Jinu together. And I could already tell like that fool was just kind of weird. He was a wishy-washy guy. Like I couldn't even tell if he really liked Haun. Like even at the end of the drama, I still don't know. Or the movie, I, I still don't know if he really liked Haun or if he just took her because Misu didn't want him like it was weird but when they met at first like when misu went to find jinu he was listening to music and she took out his headphones and put it in her ear and then she knew the music he was listening to and i guess it's like a very old type of music and he was kind of shocked or impressed that she also knew what it was like basically misu clicked with jinu like both of them clicked 
they had a common ground but i don't think that was the case for him and Haun, which makes more sense why he would be more attracted to misu and not Haun. but anyway so they get into this whole argument because misu is like Haun has a birthmark or beauty spot on her cheek and then jinu is like no she doesn't basically she's just trying to show like misu pays attention to Haun more than jinu pays attention to Han. so he finally noticed that she does blah 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 blah. it's just really complicated so they keep hanging out together they go to the beach they take a lot of pictures and then one time they go for a hike and the goal was for them to get to the top of the hiking trail and then make a wish or make a prayer to something something and then Han's feet starts hurting or i think she gets the blister so she's like you guys go on without me like i'm just gonna take my time and i'll meet you but make sure you make a wish for all of us and so misu is like well jinu can stay with you i'll just go and make a wish for all three of us but she's like no no no, he has to go with you so misu leaves and when she's about to leave han calls her name and then she turns around and han takes a picture which is actually the portrait that they showed us in the future so the picture that she took is the picture that she drew so uh misu leaves but then haun tells jinu to go after her and i just knew this fool was gonna cause trouble he went he followed her and he basically kisses her <laughs> but it's so funny so at this part they don't show us her reaction they don't show us misu's reaction so it actually looked like they kissed each other but in the future i'm just gonna say it right now but they revealed in the future like when he tried to kiss her she bit his lips <laughs> like so she didn't kiss him back she bit his lips and then she kicked him I'm like bro what are you doing but then what made everything complicated was he used to wear this there was something he was wearing and she asked him that's how they even got close like physically close to each other that he was able to lean down and kiss her she was asking like what are you wearing and he told her he's wearing it because it gets rid of bad luck or whatever so she borrows it from him because she has always said she's going to die at 27 she's like i need to borrow it from you so i don't die until i'm 27 that's what she tells him so she borrows it however they also showed us in the future <laughs> that howan watched what happened like so she saw that jinu tried to kiss misu and whatever but what irritates me is like Haun knows that but then she is mad at the wrong person but then she explains in the future like she doesn't know why she was mad at Misu but then she says she hated the fact that they were being drawn apart by this one Fu like by Jinu but then she also liked Jinu so it was weird but anyway so Haun saw what happened but the they didn't show us this until the future so what they actually showed us in this part was that Jinu and Misu kissed each other and then they come out of the cave and they meet Haun and then something's wrong with Misu's motorcycle but she's like, it's fine, I'll ride it. You can go on Jinu's bicycle with him. And they show us this scene where they're driving side by side. But then she's like, I'm going to go ahead. And so she speeds up like her motorcycle. And the voiceover is like how I'm speaking, saying like, that was the first time I saw your back. And I realized I'd never seen your back because you were always standing next to me. Oh, that's so sweet. So poetic. I really love a lot of lines in this movie. So anyway, so then we see that Misu is leaving to Seoul. Basically, she's dating one of the people who work at the bar in a band. That makes no sense. So basically, she starts dating a guy who plays for a band at the bar. And she's going to Seoul with him. They're using a ferry as the mode of transportation. So Han is like crying. She's like, you're going to be back, right? And Misu's like, yeah. And then when they hug each other, that's the first time, first time in quotes, that Han sees that Misu is wearing jinu's like good luck charm thingy 
so what i think is like i'm like oh now she's gonna get this whole misunderstanding about the whole situation but when they showed us in the future that she actually watched what happened i was like i don't know why the hell she was acting that way so anyway misu is the soul and then she catches her boyfriend cheating on her and so she leaves him i guess and now she has to like fend for herself she is working multiple part-time jobs however how thinks she's like traveling the world she keeps sending her letters but like all the time she's sending her letters like my girl's suffering in the city like trying to make ends meet basically which was really sad jinu and haun they both get into college i think they get into the same college which means like they're still in a relationship they show us them together multiple times i think he's trying to be a doctor and she's trying to be a teacher he ends up telling her he has to go to seoul i think med school i don't even understand anyway everything about that character just irritated me and guys i just realized this is actually so detailed i'm sorry i spoiled everything <laughs> but i did give a warning if you don't want to listen any further just click out so anyway he leaves her and basically she feels really abandoned by her best friend and now her boyfriend but they're still in a relationship now i'm trying to think what happened because they keep going back and forth from the future to the past. And now they go back to the future and we can see that uh, Misu has a kid who's sleeping right next to her. So they haven't introduced the kid to us, but we just know like Misu has a kid. So in the future, we haven't seen Haun either. We just know that Misu has a kid. <laughs> and Misu is reading the blog post written by Han in the past and every time she reads a post it shows us the scenes of the post like what went down in the past like what she's reading about basically it's almost like 25 21 how the daughter was reading the diary and that's how they were showing us things but this one she's reading the blog post and so uh i don't know what really happens but we can see like there's a strain in their relationship because they haven't seen each other for years but then I think her mother dies. So Misu's mother dies and it's just really sad. So she goes back to the island to meet her friend and then they cry together. Everything is going smoothly. And then what happens? I'm just going to jump because I don't remember anything that happened in between. But anyway, so and also the parts of them showing us um, Misu in the future with her daughters, like back and forth. Like it's not based on what I told you guys. Like we keep going back and forth. We're in the future and Misu is working at a, what you call this? Oh, no, no, no. Okay, I remember. Something really important that happened was that Misu goes back to the island and then the two of them go out to hang out. So Misu and Haun go to a restaurant. So Misu doesn't have a lot of money, but Haun makes money as a teacher. So Misu could not afford a lot of things, but Haun can. And so Haun paid for the hotel that they were going to stay at. And Misu was like, since you paid for it, I'm going to pay for dinner. But then they go to this really expensive place and Misu is like, I really cannot afford this. But Haun is like, it's fine. We can just eat. I'll pay. But then Misu gets up and she goes to a bunch of men and she's like, can I like make you guys a wonderful drink in exchange for a bottle of wine? And then they're like, sure. And so she makes the drink for them. Like she doesn't do anything illegal or inappropriate with them. She just literally makes the drinks for them. And she gets a wine bottle and she comes back and she's like all excited telling Han like, look at what I just did, blah, blah, blah. And Han is like, why would you freeload off of people misu is like well i didn't freeload i did something and i got this in exchange basically they have conflicting opinions about it deep down there are just a lot of misunderstandings and a lot of bitterness for different things like Helen does not know how much misu has actually suffered like she thinks misu has been traveling all over the world so misu tells her like you will never know how i lived my life like so far misu tells her like 
you were also happy when you saw me leaving for so but you're just a really pretentious person and you were fake crying whatever whatever like in my head i was like where did all of this come from but it's so relatable because whatever you don't say out and you just keep inside it's going to fester more hatred and bitterness for nothing but anyway so they end up arguing and Helen leaves first and misu goes back to the hotel room she gets her backpack i think and then she leaves and Helen runs after her but it's already too late because by the time she gets there um misu's already in the elevator going down so they say like that's the last time they see each other for a while now fast forward to sometime in the future not like the present but just sometime in the future and Byun Wusok is in Seoul. He bumps into Kim Dummy's character. And then they start talking. And Kim Dummy is like asking him, oh, when are you guys getting married? And he's like, I don't even think he gives her an answer. But she tells him, like, well, I'm getting married to my fiance in so 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 time. And basically, the story is that she works for her fiance. And so as they're talking, she keeps getting calls from the office. But she's like, it's fine. I'll go back really soon. And so she keeps getting calls, but she keeps hanging up. And when she's about to leave, she sees like, the ambulance the paramedics paramedics yeah they're running into if i said that wrong forgive me but they're running into the building basically her fiance just killed himself they're trying to stop her from going in but she ran into it and she saw that he hung himself and that's like a lot for anyone to handle so a lot of bad things just keep happening to me so like her life is actually really depressing she loses it she goes crazy for a bit which makes sense especially when you see your fiance like dead anyway so she goes crazy for a bit, but I think Jinwoo is like taking care of her. And so she's staying with him for a while. Now, Han has been calling Jinwoo. He's not picking up. And so she decides to come to Seoul. And then she goes to his apartment and she basically bumps into him and Misu. And he is like holding on to Misu. She looks really like messed up. Her buttons are loose. Her hand is hurt. Her hair is messy. Like anyway. And so she goes into the house. She sees Misu's bras everywhere, like her clothing just everywhere. And so she gets the wrong idea. I don't know. She was just really angry for some reason, which makes sense, though. Like, you don't want to go to your boyfriend's house and see another girl's underwear everywhere, even if it's your best friend or your sister. But anyway, so they get into this really emotional argument. Logically, the argument makes no sense. Like, she's like, Jinu doesn't even like fancy bras like that. Like, he likes tacky ones like the ones I'm wearing. Like, they couldn't even put into words what they were feeling. They were just really angry. And so Misu starts crying. And I actually hate what Han says because Han is like, do you think anyone really loves you? I'm the only one who loves you and I'm the only one who will ever love you. Like, your mom doesn't love you. Jinu doesn't love you. Dang. She's just really pouring everything out on Misu. And I feel really bad for Misu in this part. But then again, I don't know. I don't want to point fingers on who was wrong, but there's just a lot of bitterness and misunderstanding for some reason. So after that, Han breaks up with Jinu, I think. And then Misu also leaves and she gives him back his uh, good luck charm. So then they show us that Jinu goes back to the island. This fool is just irritating. And then he proposes to Han and they move in together. And their plan is like when he passes an exam or when he gets his job i don't even remember there was a condition but they're gonna get married soon but they're living together and one time they were eating and he says something about her dream to become a teacher and she's like well i never really wanted to become a teacher i've always wanted to do art like he was just so aloof in their relationship he was really irritating this is really affecting my image of Byung Sok, but anyway. And then he says something like, well, you're good, but can't you just do that as a hobby? Like, basically, he just dismissed her feelings and her talent and everything. He was like, he says something so stupid, like, drawing really good is a skill and not a talent. So basically, he just 
dismissed her talent by saying anyone can do that so she should get an actual job or whatever whatever he said was really offensive and so like she is really sad in that relationship and on their wedding day she decides to leave him which i'm so proud of her like yes queen so she leaves him obviously everyone is like what the hell like they weren't on the altar but it was like on their wedding day like everyone's at the ceremony waiting for her she's like taking pictures she couldn't even smile in any of the pictures like she was actually crying and she actually told misu later on that she was just thinking of how sad she would be in the relationship and she didn't want to make a decision and basically it's because she was pregnant at that time <laughs> which was crazy so anyway blah 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 she goes to find misu and they become friends again so it's like every time something happens they don't see each other for a while but then they end up meeting they become really good friends again and then something happens and then they're pulled apart anyways all this back and forth to me that was really toxic but it's also beautiful at the same time because they really love each other but just i feel like Janu was the problem in this because he's the one who started every single type of misunderstanding and whatever so the first time that they showed us that Haonu went to meet Misu, they didn't show us her stomach. But then later on, they showed us that she was actually pregnant when she went to meet Misu. And then they had this really emotional time. It was so precious. Like, she named her baby Misu. The nickname of her baby was Misu. So uh, Haonu has her baby. And we go back to the future, right? <laughs> I already knew this was coming. Like, I don't even know why I was surprised. But right when they were having that emotional time, um, Misu was like, do what you want to do. Like, once you have the baby, just go do what you want to do with your life. What you've always wanted to do. Actually, when Han left Jinu on their wedding day, she moved out of her parents' house. And then she went to rent a place. But the place that she rented, I don't know if she went to Seoul. I think she did. The place that she rented was the place that misu used to live at before her mom died and so Han starts working on her drawing again and she's like doing this huge masterpiece that they never showed us but we can already tell it's the drawing of misu i think we go back to the future i actually don't remember what the jump was but we go back to the future and jinu comes to find misu and he's like asking Misu, like, do you really not know where Haun is? Like, how come we haven't heard from her for years? Like, after she left me at the altar, like, she's nowhere to be found. And I think you're actually in contact with her. And Misu's like, I'm telling you, I don't know where she is. But while they're talking, Misu's phone starts ringing and it says Haun. So at this point, I'm like, oh, wow, I guess she and Haun have been close. They're just lying. Or like, Misu's just lying that she doesn't know where Haun is. But then the person who actually calls her is her daughter who is named Haun. So she takes Jinu over to see the daughter. And then she explains that the daughter is actually Jinu and Haun's kid. Remember that Haun was pregnant. And so we go back to, it's like a flashback, but it's, I guess it's um, Misu narrating the story. So basically Haun had the kid and they were at the hospital room having fun, like talking about, it was so precious. She was like, we can raise the kid together. Everything was like happy. And then Misu leaves to go get food, I guess. And she comes back and when she comes back, Haun is not there. And then she gets the call from Haun and Haun is like, you told me you'll let me do whatever I want. So I'm just going to travel the world now. I'm going to live life for myself. And so they make eye contact. Like Misu is in the building. She's looking at Haun from the top. And Haun is about to get into a taxi. And then they make eye contact. And according to Misu, that was the last time they ever spoke to each other. So in my head, I'm like, that's really irresponsible to just leave your kid with your friend. And your friend has a responsibility to take care of your kid for you. And you're traveling the world. But anyway, so then Misu is going home with her daughter. And Misu starts crying. <laughs> 
And then they show us what really happened. So what Misu told Jinwoo was a lie. Basically, this is what happened. <laughs> so yeah, they were all happy and whatever. And Misu left to go buy something. And when she came back, there was blood on the bed. And then she ran to look for the nurse. And the nurse was like, we tried contacting you. We're so sorry. But there was a lot of complications. So Han died, basically. She died after giving birth. I was like, what the hell? When Han actually had the kid, when the doctors came out from the operating room, they were like, there was a lot of blood that was lost. But thankfully, like the mom and the kid are all right. They're healthy. So I thought everything was good. But you know what's so interesting? I already predicted this. Remember in the past when... Misu said she was going to die at 27. I was like, they're going to make it a twist that Howen actually dies at 27. And so when Misu had to fill out the death registration and they asked for the age, she wrote down 27. So basically, Howen died at 27. Just like how Misu said she was going to die at 27. So Misu said Misu was going to die at 27, but the person who actually died at 27 was Howen. I was just like, what the hell? Like, I already knew this was coming. So I was sad. I still cried. I cried watching um, Misu cry. But I knew it was coming. But it was so heartbreaking. And the fact that, like, she has to lie to everyone. So everyone else thinks that Han is traveling the world, enjoying her life. But Han's actually dead. So the only two people who know that Han is dead are Misu and Han's mom. So Han's mom gave Misu the key of Han's apartment. And when Misu went there, she saw that. Han was working on the portrait of Misu. So Misu completes the portrait of herself and she sends it to the art gallery, but she sends it in the name of Han. And so from then on, she keeps drawing in the name of Han. But everyone thinks it's Han who's drawing, but it's actually Misu. And this is actually so impressive because Misu was never really good at like the conventional type of art. She would always do like art in quotes. But the fact that she learned hyperrealism for her friend and she's the one like completing drawings in her friend's name. It's just amazing. And then at the end, they confused a lot of people with this because the last scene is of Han. She went to this one place that she and Misu had always talked about. So everyone thought, oh, maybe Han is still alive. But basically, they're just trying to say as Misu is living as Han that's her way of coping to think that Han is still alive, just traveling the world, even though Han is dead. So it's actually a really beautiful movie. But I was just like, I'm so tired of seeing dramas where or movies where someone dies. But yeah, it's really, really beautiful. I wanted to watch the Chinese version, like the original version, to see if there's anything different about it. But people said that one's even more sad. And I'm like, I wonder why. But yeah, I don't want to do that to myself. I don't want to sit through the same thing again. But this was a really good movie. It was really good. Like I said, an 8 out of 10. Maybe an 8.5. But a solid 8 out of 10. Um, I will recommend it. You can check it out if you want to. I don't know why I say this after I just spoiled everything for you. <laughs> okay, I think I'm going to read the plot synopsis right now. But I think I'm going to... When I'm editing, I'm going to move it up before I talked about the recap. For those who just want to know what Asian Wiki had to say. And also something like that confused me was. So then they show us a scene of Misu typing. So I'm like did Misu type all the blog posts or is she just writing the recent one? Because also at the end Misu and her daughter or Han's daughter who is now her daughter. They go to an art gallery to see an exhibition of Han's work, which is actually Misu's work, because Misu's the one drawing it. And, like, Misu drew the cat, she drew Han's mom, she drew Jinu, and obviously the big one of herself. 
and she also completed a drawing of Han, which is so precious, bro. It's actually really sad. And then the art curator was like, thank you so much for getting us in contact with Han. We got an email from her saying she's going to keep sending us her new work. So then they showed Misu typing. So in my head, I'm like, is it only recently that she started typing as Han? Or is she the one who wrote all the blog posts? Like, that part, I don't understand, but... It is a good movie. I'm trying to skim through my notes to see if there's anything I wanted to mention that I didn't. I'm just going to read what I had verbatim. I'm actually getting so drained. So I'm just going to read all the notes that I made verbatim. But yeah, that is the movie. If I missed any parts, if I skipped over any parts, then forgive me. But it is an actually good movie. I think I'm going to read the plot synopsis first and then I'll tell you guys my notes verbatim. No, let me just read the notes verbatim. And then we'll read the plot synopsis and do the outro say blah 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 i told you guys about that when dami said she would die not dami <laughs> when misu said she would die at 27 i knew it was going to be the other way around as the twist something that might throw you guys off is that they switch timelines without explicitly letting us know what year we're in so we go back and forth and the audience has to figure out what's happening on their own but they always give us a clue like a drawing or whatever they talk about yeah i don't think i need to expand on that so is misu the one writing all the posts or she just wrote the email to the museum all the drawings done in han's name was actually done by misu it's so cool the one who talked about drawing feelings continued to draw yeah the fact that misu was like you can draw feelings and she drew her feelings by drawing herself and han and every other person who was important in han's life um apparently it is a remake of a chinese movie yes i told you guys that everyone seems to love it and they say it's a beautiful story but i don't know i did cry but i feel like it could have been better even though i don't know what could have been better i think i just want a friendship like theirs i haven't experienced it so it doesn't feel as realistic or relatable but it's also a very precious story especially the reveal at the end yeah i think the reveal i'm referring to is the fact that misu's the one drawing in the name of Han. She completed Han's goal in life for Han. That's actually so beautiful. I mean, it's sad because Han's gone, but like the fact that someone's still living to do what Han always wanted to do is precious. Her high school days reminded me of her character from ET1 class. Yes. Bionosok's character really irritated me. I don't even know if he liked Han at all or if he decided to go with her since Misu indirectly rejected him. I also told you guys that if Park Sejun and IU's drama has death and throwing hands. <laughs> Yeah, so that is the other drama or movie. That is the other movie I want to watch. So, you see, the fact that I made a note, but I still made a note of it as a drama, even though it's a movie. But yeah, I want to watch the movie of Park Sojun and Ayu. And I hope it doesn't have anything to do with death, because I don't want to see that again. But yeah, so that's all about um, Soulmate, or at least all I remember. I don't know if I did it justice or not. How long have I been recording for? The point is, you guys can check it out. Dang, 47 minutes. Shoot. Anyway, uh, let's read the plot synopsis by the Asian Wiki staff, and then we're going to wrap up. So, like I said, it's called Soulmate. It is a 2023 movie. Here's the plot synopsis by the Asian Wiki staff. Two girls first meet at the age of 13 and become friends. For the next 14 years, the two girls experience love, jealousy, and personal growth period yeah thank you so much guys for tuning in i'm so glad that you did if you like content like this and if you don't mind please check out previous episodes and come back for more and new content Alrighty, guys Young. anyway let's get into it so basically it starts off with uh this young girl who just got into a school no, no no this is not how it starts actually my bad 
because you know they usually do this thing where we start in the present and then something triggers a memory and we have this whole flashback thing that occurs and then we watch the past so it actually starts off in the future i think it's set in 2023 i'm not sure <laughs> take whatever i'm saying guys with a grain of salt <laughs> just watch it for yourself so we start off in the present and we see kim dummy who plays misu I don't remember what her last name is, but anyway, she plays Misu and she is in an art gallery and someone is showing her, taking her to go find something or to show her something. And it is a drawing of, okay, now I'm seeing this is a plot hole. Why were they showing her the portrait drawing, but she is the one who submitted it anyway. And also another plot hole that someone pointed out is like, why was Bion Wusok also why was Bion Wusok also at the art gallery? They never, like, it was just so random. Anyway, so the curator is taking Kim Dami to go see this huge portrait of Kim Dami, who, hyperrealism is also what I want to achieve as an artist. Yes, I also used to do art in the past. Right now, I put it on hold <laughs> for a long time. Actually, I haven't drawn in a while, but I do want to achieve hyperrealism in the future actually i'm trying to see if anyone has written uh let me search it up so made k movie if anyone has written a recap so i really don't want to tell you guys anything that's false a lot of people are just like a lot of people are giving um reviews rather than recaps dang it no one has put out a recap even my my drama beans even drama beans has not anyway um i'm just gonna keep going based of i'm just gonna keep going based on what i remember sorry you guys so yeah so i had to braid my hair so like i need something to watch and i decided to watch that while i was doing it and i don't know if i want to say i'm glad i watched it it is a beautiful movie but it's also really depressing i feel like every single k drama i've watched or k movie i've watched has been depressing actually no because i watched um uh, mission mission possible or mission impossible that was funny that was just like filled with humor I also watched Sweet and Sour. That one was not really depressing. It was not really depressing. It was just... Actually, no. That one was also depressing. Teenage Love was depressing. Don't even get me started on 20th Century Girl. <laughs> that one broke me. I did put out content for that. I put out content for Teenage Love. I put out content for 20th Century Girl. I think I also put out for Sweet and Sour. I put out for um, Mission Possible. Which is why I only remember watching those four but why do I feel like I've watched more K-movies? Anyway, I'm not a K-movie person. Y'all know, like, this is me becoming a K-movie person. In the past, I never watched K-movies. I only watched dramas because I don't like movies. I feel like they're way too fast-paced and they just throw in a lot of things and, and they just shove in our faces a lot of things that don't make any sense in the name of it being a movie. And so, yeah, I usually don't like watching movies in general. I like longer things where it takes a long time for you to build up. I don't like when they drag it, but I also like when there's enough time for us to get to know the characters and the story and the plot and whatever. So yeah, anyway, I don't know why the hell I am explaining this. I guess I'm just trying to prolong this episode because <laughs> it's going to be so short. Like, just go draw and uh, draw, travel the world, whatever. I'm trying to think. I blank out for a second, but I think they're just really close like they hugged each other like that scene was so precious it's really precious a lot of people were thinking this was going to be a queer movie because they said a lot of scenes were like borderline queer but i just think it was really precious i really think it was precious their relationship was so it was so beautiful 
Um, anyway, I don't remember what else happened after that. Okay, check it out if you want to or not. They did do a pretty good job. Like, yeah, their friendship, the actresses did an amazing job. Once again, Beyond Sox character just really irritated me. <laughs> but I guess that's what they were going for, so... <laughs>